Thank you for tuning in. I'm Auntie Mimi. I'm Solati. And this is Ghetto and Godly, the podcast. So what's up? It's been a minute since we've been back in the studio. It's been too long. Yeah. So so we transitioned. We have transitioned. So uh, in 2018, uh, we I guess now is the great time to take to thank all of our listeners and our supporters and all of the people that, you know, really, you know, continue the conversations with Three Queens and things. I think um, one thing that we really wanted to focus on with, uh, you know, that blossoming flower was to really just focus on sisterhood and womanhood. And, um, you know, through that, we learned our own lessons. Yes. Uh, you know, we we as individuals experience a lot of life in a, in a lot of ways. A lot of life. Uh, and then we also learned how to um, sometimes take moments and, and step back and, you know, have difficult conversations and things of that nature. And so uh, 2018, Mimi and I have decided to, um, you know, put work, walk through something that God mm-hmm. has put in our hands. And mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, just the idea and Ghetto and Godly, the, the name of the podcast and kind of just realizing what that means. And we'll share more of that. But um it, it was time for us to to make the transition, and uh, you know we still are proud of that work. We learned a yes. lot in the process, uh, and right now we're just gonna rock with, with what God has in store for us right now, and that is ghetto and godly. Ghetto and godly. So, who are we? Like, what what is ghetto and godly mean? Where did that come from? <sighs> you want to share the story? I think you and I share like a yang, yin and a yang type of sisterhood. Yeah. Um, is very insightful and very thoughtful and very calm and collect and will give you that sound advice. Me, I'm a little turnt. <laughs> I'm a little turnt. <laughs> just a little bit. Um, so it just popped in my head one day like, ghetto and godly like it fits us so well and it was just a, a thought like a tagline yeah, yeah i think we were just trying to come up with like some we were thinking about merchandise and you were just kind of throwing some stuff out there you're like it needs to balance us both out like yeah. it needs to be ghetto and godly and i was like wow and you it, know the way that i think about it it's not that like one is one and one is the other it's mm-hmm. like i think we have a mix of that and you know most black women in 2018 have that mix yeah. and you know thinking about the de- definitions of the ghetto being like this restricted space where there maybe aren't a ton of resources flowing through and you hear such survival stories and everybody doesn't make it and you know there's there's such a beauty and a rawness in that and then thinking about godly and then kind of the adventures of us moving through adulthood and womanhood and exploring mm-hmm. those different things I think ghetto and godly is that balance and to me like ghetto not to say everybody comes from the ghetto but I think we all got a little bit of... And ghetto has such a stigma to yeah. it. Like, I want us to make that change and, you know, yeah, I am a little bit, you know, yeah. or maybe I'm around a lot the of edges yeah. or, or I'm not so polished and that's okay. Ghetto can be a great thing. I think ghetto has gotten us all a long way. Yes, it has. It, it, it's taught us Shout to, out to the ghetto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you think about, you know, schools, there are areas that we call ghetto, like, there, there's so much that comes from that, but against so many odds. And mm-hmm. I think um, even just our experience with 2017 and how we learned and how we grew, I think both of us realized that, like, God is what we had to sit back yes. and listen to and not just move off of what we're comfortable with or what we saw fit mm-hmm. to be uh, for our podcast journey. So, yeah, that's 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 where we are in 20, 20, end of 2017 going into 2018. 2018, what's up? What's good? <laughs> <laughs> 2017, um, what do we gain and, and what do we lose? 
Ooh. I guess I'll go first. Um, I gained sisters, friends that I re- I believe in our first, not to reflect back, but to reflect back. Our first episode, I talked about um, on Three Queens about I don't have friends and, you know, I don't I don't trust women and I've gained real friends. And so I have to kind of eat those words that I've said or I've learned from those what I've said. And um, I've met some pretty, pretty awesome women and gained some friends back in my life. Um, That's dope. I've also gained my faith has gotten a lot stronger compared to the beginning of 2017. I've had to to learn to trust the plan and I am not in control the higher power is in control Mm -hmm. and just ask him to just guide me where he wants me to be where he sees fit and I don't have any control over that um losses Hmm. Mm. you take any L's no L's oh I took some L's Let, let me tell you um I was laid off this year. You know, I I was laid off at the beginning of 2017, so I lost my job. And that's what kind of led to me having—I was already in the process of stepping out on faith and becoming 100% an entrepreneur. However— Then God gave you that extra. I I was forced out. You know, it was—like I said, it was his plan, and, you know, I lost a job. But I gained so much more in the process, so much much knowledge, so many people— that have been an asset to me. So many just, I've gained so much that, that I've lost. So I'm grateful. Yeah. That's what's up. I think 2017 for me, what I gained and lost is the same thing. And it's myself. So in a lot of ways, I lost myself because, and not just something that particularly happened in 2017, but just over the course of years that build up the, those things and self, some of them that I enjoyed or I thought I enjoyed, and then some of them that not so much and I was okay to lose. And I think that's, the, you know, in the same breath, I've gained myself. I've gained a piece and still I'm gaining, still learning, still trying to figure out how, who who Sola is in a mm-hmm. lot of ways um, and really being open to that process that isn't always the most comfortable um, or what I always feel I want to do in the moment. Um, but really, you know, gaining and losing yourself in, in the matter of one year mm-hmm. is just very eye opening. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's very like I'm glad it happened this year. Yeah. And I think I, I'm so grateful for the timing of that. Like a lot of things that didn't click to me, a lot of things that didn't make sense to me, a lot of things I was dealing with that I didn't want to be dealing with or or, you know, just a lot of things were there. And it's just like losing myself and going through the process of finding myself is the reward. Yes. And I'm just so grateful for that. Yes. Wow. <laughs> so I, I think that's the other thing. So about godly, I think a lot of times people automatically associate God with, with religion. religion. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a fair assumption based off of how we're socialized. But um, for me, I'm not a religious person. I, I do take interest uh, in exploring different religions, different practices of, of all kinds to see kind of what it is that fits. Uh, I am. I feel that at this stage of my life, I'm deeply spiritually connected. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something that I value and something that means a lot to me uh, and something I'm still learning to come into all of the way. Um, but I do believe in God. I've always remembered believing in God. But there was a, like the pressure of how I should believe in God or how I should pray or how I should do things, I think that 
um, is something that I've I've struggled with and I'm still grappling with to mm-hmm. figure out. Maybe I do connect with one particular religion or I will at one phase of my life. But at, right now in this space, um, you know, that spiritual, the understanding that the universe uh, is here, mm-hmm. surrounds me and is providing for me and creating space for me to be better. And it is for me, not against me. That is something that drives me. That's what wakes me up every day, because without that, like, I. I yeah. There's too many worldly things that would get in the way mm-hmm. for me to not be connected. And so that's something that I hold. And I, I, I do wish that everybody has whatever connection it is that they need, um, because I think it's a lot to go through this life without being connected mm-hmm. to something larger than you, larger than the people. So, yeah. I grew up religious in a Baptist down home church by the Bible, by the book, old fashioned. So... As I got older, just exploring different things and seeing life and really just trying to find my, I guess, spiritual connection. Um, and it I'm not religious at all, but of course I believe in, in God and I know there's a higher power and I pray and I know there is something bigger than me. So I know I'm very, I'm very spiritual and that being spiritual and staying spiritually connected is what gets me up and going every day and believing that, okay, this may not make sense right now, but I know it will make sense in the end and just believing that there's something bigger than me. I think that that everybody, I know for a fact everybody doesn't have that, and I don't think that everybody necessarily needs it, but... I think everybody needs it to some sort of extent. No? Yeah, I, I I believe something. You have to believe in something bigger than you else you'll be a little bit lost in this world because like you said there's so many worldly things there's so many things to fall into there's so much negativity that you have to believe okay there's something there's a purpose there's a bigger purpose than me yeah walking but i wonder like if some you know what i think a lot about a lot is like blessings versus luck and i remember my ex-boyfriend and i got in a conversation about this and i thought it was so like i don't believe that any like i don't believe i'm lucky Mm. and um I think some people maybe that I, I I think I wonder sometimes if what I see as God is what people see as luck, mm-hmm. you know, like if that's mm-hmm. the same type of thing. Um, and I like it, it's just like luck is something that I think I used to I used to feel lucky for certain things, and like now it's something I don't really use in my vocabulary because I feel that I'm blessed to unveil mm-hmm. whatever it is that was already predetermined. Like I don't believe anything mm-hmm. is happening on chance, accident. Yeah. Like this, these things were already connected and they're so beyond me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just wonder what. Yeah, it just it makes me think about like how if you don't have that that type of connection, you know, what does that look like when things happen for you? You don't know what to do. Yeah. Like when tragedy you strikes, when something bad happens to you, like what gets you through yeah. to that next realm or to that next level? Like how? You kind of have to you hit a, a wall, I would think. Yeah, that's something we want. We got to open that up on like Facebook or something like what? Let's let's get that conversation going because mm-hmm. I I'm, I'm curious and I because I wonder what are those things that get everybody through because I know we all have like even how like how I talk to God like mm-hmm. I I don't always like get on my knees and pray like right, that like right. I've been told sometimes it's like in the shower in the car yeah, when absolutely. I'm just like you know just kind of yeah. in a moment mm-hmm. even sometimes in a store or something I always think a chance to rapper I speak to God in public cause, mm-hmm. like cause that's mm-hmm. that's what I do so it's, it's there's so many different. I think I think of faith as like this this continuum. Mm-hmm. Um, not not like you. Sometimes you can be you know one you know one 
one side of it maybe mm-hmm. or, or closer to another side, but it's like it, it, it it's teeters. fluid. Mm-hmm. It's fluid, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's supposed to be stagnant. Mm-hmm. It's not supposed to, yeah. yeah. All right. It's interesting. Well, what is your first memory of God? Do you? Mm. That's deep. Mm. My first memory of God. I have to think about I think, that. I don't know about, I think for me, the my first memory of God that I can like really recall is in, um, I just feel like in college, like mm. God, like I knew God was real and like things would happen, but like for me to be, have been in such a low place in my life and for me to, to do the things that I was doing and still be open to certain things, um, I just... I just knew, like, there were things that would happen that I would just be like, wow, I'm really here. Mm -hmm. And even, like, when I was in college, there was, like, a a major death or something, a major tragedy that would happen on campus or somebody, you know, involving somebody on campus each year. And I would just really be sitting back, like, well, what's going on? Like, this Mm -hmm. can't—none of these things are happening on accident. Some of these things make too much sense together. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's when, like, God unveiled— a, de- a deeper level of connection or a deeper relationship, or I chose to have that at that time, maybe because of everything being um, so crazy for me. But hmm. that's when God was like, I would say it's probably the most prevalent. And I would say like in the last year or so, God has been the most clear to oh, me. Yeah. Like I've, I've understood the mm. clarity. Like before I was like, oh, uh, mm. and like this last year, I'm like, okay, I see you. Mm-hmm. I see you. Okay, mm-hmm. got you. Ooh, I would have to say when I was a kid, like I always knew how to pray. Like I said, I grew up in church, but it would have to be what I went through as a kid, a really dark time where I felt like I didn't have anybody. And I would sit in my room and I would pray and I would write in this, I had a thick notebook and I would just write things down and I didn't, I didn't want to live. Like, and just thinking back as a kid and I was probably about, 12 or 11 or 12 and being suicidal and now when you think about you see things about kids like hanging themselves it's like that could have been me but I knew in that moment when I'm looking back on in retrospect I see that it was God like I wouldn't have gotten through that if I didn't know how to pray and it's crazy because you probably didn't even understand I didn't even understand it at the time but looking back, like, I was praying. I was asking God to take this feeling that I was feeling away from me. Mm. Help me. Yeah. I was pleading because I didn't I didn't want to be on earth. It was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, like, when I think about, like, the past stages of my life when I was a kid versus when I was a teenager and kind of in college and now where I'm at now at 26. Like, hmm. Mm. There's so many spaces where it's like I had to be believing in something. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Even if I didn't know how to spell it out, even mm-hmm. if it didn't have a name, even if it didn't, I wasn't always familiar with the feeling. Like, I know, I know he that I had there. to be. Yeah. Like, I knew I knew that somebody was there. And I don't necessarily associate a gender with God. Mm-hmm. So when I think of God in most time, I don't think of, like, a person. I think of, like, like that's the vision. I'm very visual. So I just, you know, that you could call God a woman. You can call God a man. Like, that's... Either mm-hmm. is cool with me because I don't know, and that's not how I connect with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still just very, you know, very interesting how those things shift. Mm-hmm. Now, as an adult, when I feel like there's more going on, I'm like sitting back sometimes, like, okay, it's cool, it's yeah. cool. Like, God gonna show me what I'm supposed to do. God, it's gonna, 
It's mm-hmm. going to come. I'm just going to have to be patient. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I'm appreciative of the lessons. And I, I'm one that God, I know it's God because God will send me the same lesson until I get it right. Yes. And the even, same situation. Mm-hmm. And be like, you seen it? Mm-hmm. Okay. You going to do better this time? Mm-hmm. Nope. Okay. Let's t- replay. Try it again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he will. So funny that you mentioned that because I was laid off exactly to the month last year. Oh, wow. So you was laid off in December uh, 2016, 2016 and December 2017. And this past, this previous job I had, this position I had, was so easy. It fell in my lap, like literally. Like it was like a phone call and you have a job. Mm-hmm. And it was too easy for me. It kind of scared me a little bit. And God was just, he's showing me, this is not what you're supposed to be doing. Yes, yeah, easy. You can get a job. But this is not your path. That's not what you're supposed to be doing. That's not what you need to be doing. So I'm going to keep removing it until you get the point. Right. And that's crazy because I remember um, I remember before, like it was like a, at least a month before you got laid off. You was, we were talking and you was like, you know, I, I got I'm working on getting a, you know, a little studio, a little mm-hmm. shop set up, working in the shop. Uh, Mimi's an esthetician, y'all. Yes. Do it. Makeover Does it. Mimi. Makeover by Mimi. <laughs> Lashes on point. If you ever see mine, she did them. Uh, but yeah, and you were telling me and you were like, I just, oh, I'm just frustrated about this, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. And then it was like, I could still hear the hesitancy in your mm-hmm. voice. Like, but I'm going to just do it part time right. on the weekend, <laughs> maybe one day during the week. Mm-hmm. And then I remember like talking to you after it happened. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of caught up because I'm like, Mimi ain't crying. Like she ain't crying. She ain't mm-hmm. doing nothing. And you had such a peace about you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, thank you, God, for bringing that peace yes. to me because you understand. I could tell you understood because before you were in- entertaining the idea of like, okay, I could go out and try to do this, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna still have this on the side. And then just to see you after something like you just, it's just over. Yeah. It's uh, the holiday season. There's so many things that you could be stressed out mm-hmm. about, and you just um, it was you were a godly. relief. Like, it was a relief off my back. Honestly, like it's not easy. <laughs> <laughs> I just read something like being an entrepreneur is like. What is it falling off, jumping off a cliff and building a plane on the way down? Mm-hmm. Like that's some real shit. Like <laughs> it's tough, but I know what I what I need to be doing. So I'm not worried. I have you know the faith that he'll lead me, he'll guide me. I'm so not how do out. you define faith? I think that's a good. We should probably Ooh. back that define because I always notice you can speak about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But if you have, if you talk if you have two different definitions, then yeah. we're gonna be in circles all day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> faith to me is believing. And knowing that it's gonna it's gonna be okay. Yeah. If I don't see it, I can't feel it. I don't, you know, I don't have any definite answers or concrete information. But I know I'm gonna be all right. Yeah. Like that to me is faith. Yeah, I think that I would uh, I would agree for the most part. I think uh, I'm starting to transition to faith being like trusting yourself. And I think that's mm-hmm. the idea of being godly is mm-hmm. like the divine is already within you. Mm-hmm. It's just that we go through life. We go it. through a life trying to figure out how to tap into it. It's like mm-hmm. this the code. It's almost like a little combination. Mm-hmm. Like, we, the, oh, nope, it's not a six. Oh, mm-hmm. maybe it's a seven. Um, but <laughs> Definitely a seven. Definitely, definitely <laughs> a seven, right? <laughs> but those, those types of things are trying to figure out what's there. Mm-hmm. And I'm learning that my faith is to understand that God is within me and God yes. is already guiding me. So I know. Mm-hmm. Like, I know it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know the details. I don't know the visual of what it looks like. But faith is turning inward to say, I've already got what I, I need to to be able to, to, to do, do what, what I'm supposed to, to do mm-hmm. and to, to, to walk into God's will. Mm-hmm. And I think 
that's where that that comfort faith is comfortable in a lot of ways. I mm-hmm. think we always for me we associate faith with this discomfort. Like I just gotta trust this, even mm-hmm. though I'm over here doing whatever. But I think faith isn't that worry. It's not that fretting. It's mm-hmm. like it's really the comfort in knowing that's what's giving me the peace of mind to sit here and be like, I just lost my job. Mm-hmm. I got rent tomorrow. I got all these mm-hmm. things. Like that's the comfort is the faith. Mm-hmm. And I think it's interesting how like I feel like I have conversations with people and it's like, no. And then I think also one thing that I I was having a conversation with somebody the other day and was like, um, I want you to be faithful and not hopeful. Mm. And I was like, well, mm. damn. Mm. I think I use I hope a lot. Like, oh, I hope that's going to come together. Mm. Or I hope. But like, I know in my inner of inner, what was for me is for not me. going to pass mm. me. So know. I can be faithful. I don't have to hope with that. Mm. This hope to me suggests the idea of mm. like. I don't quite know. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to hope for the best right. and prepare for the worst. And right. faith is like, I'm already prepared, so we're just going gonna to claim the best. Right. And we're going to— you still have to put the work in behind the faith. Let's right. not forget that. So, I'm going to do this work, but I know that this work will not go in vain. Right. I know this year, this time next year, I will not be in the same space because I'm putting this work in. I have that faith that— I will get better. Yeah. It will Because I be think okay. people do do use that as a question. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I'm faithful, but it's like, but you're not... Putting in the work. But you're not doing... You ain't got your business license. Right. You ain't got... You ain't did nothing. Right. And I think that's... Finding that balance is, again, tapping into that mm-hmm. self to figure out, okay, if I'm asking, if I'm asking for things to be revealed, and I think... Even me just learning... I think this year I had, like, a revision to my prayer because I was... You, y'all seen that? You Have you ever seen that meme where it says something like, like, when you pray, when you give it to God, don't give them instructions? Mm. Like, sometimes that would be me like, okay, God, if you do this, or like, <laughs> um, can you show me this at this time so I can really know for sure that that's you? And I think I'm in a space now where I'm just saying, God, reveal and remove. Mm-hmm. You know, protect and provide. Yes. Right? Versus, like, I'm going to need to see, make sure that person coming with a red shirt so I know no. that's you. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, mm-hmm. just like kind of just silly things of how I would pray. And I think that this year in diving and connecting deeper with my faithfulness, I've learned how to speak to God in a way mm-hmm. that I'm also accountable. Right. And yes. I think that's that was a hard and it was a humbling lesson to realize like, but you but you have pieces. Mm-hmm. You didn't this didn't just wind up in your lap. Like mm-hmm. you made choices. And I think one thing we like to really always, like you said, is forget that you have agency, that you have choice. Like, mm-hmm. yes, I'm walking in this unknown plan, but I'm still making choices. Mm-hmm. And so I need to be mindful and, and intentional about those choices that I'm making because they are going to impact others. And that is the surrounding I'm creating for myself. Yes. Well. Where are we at? Um, okay. Oh, so there was this... Um, Okay, there was this quote that I read the other day, and it says, the person you are destined, it ties into what we were just talking about. So the the person that you are destined to become is the person you decide to be. And that was by Ralph Waldo Emerson. Um, So the only person, I'm sorry, the only person you are destined to become is the person you decide to be. So do you agree with that? Let me just say that aloud. The only person you are destined to become is the person you decide to be. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. So how does because, that work with God's plan then? Like because you have these you have choices. So he's going to line it everything is going to happen that's meant to happen. However, you have choices, you have a mind. He gave us free will for a reason. So everything starts with a thought. So if you decide to be whoever you want to be, you decide you want to be the president of whatever, uh-huh. then it starts with a thought. So you're going to have to put that movement behind it. Mm. 
Does that make sense? Am I making I sense? I think it I think it does. I think it does. But I wonder like I don't know. Sometimes that's something that I think I pray about is like the balance between choice and will. Because I can say, God, I want this. I want to, and I can be like, I'm a very driven person. Though, like, mm-hmm. I want to set a goal. Like, I'm gonna work to get the goal done. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes I, I think I, I meditate on the fact of what, where's that line? Like, where's the line of me saying I want this, or I'm, I'm claiming this, and actually it being what God wills. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like what you're that saying. Can, I feel mm-hmm. like that's where sometimes I get very confused in my faith is that that I feel like it can be a thin line to say like I want this, I'm claiming this, but still you have to be open to that. Not may not be what you're supposed to have. I I get what you're saying. Um, How do you do? You ever I, have like those thoughts? I I it? do, and I I believe that we 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 receive whatever we. Put out into put the out into the universe. So if you're doing the work to get to that point, he's gonna he's gonna see you through, mm. and he's gonna make a way for you to get where you need to be. As long as you're doing the yeah, it work, it just may not be how you, how you how want it to be. How maybe exactly. Um, what was I gonna say? I was gonna say something about I lost my train of thought. The person you are destined to become is the person you decide to be. Hmm. Yeah, everything, it starts with a thought. You mm. have to decide, a change. you have to change your mind mm. that this is what you're going to do, and this is how I'm going to live my life, and this is what I want in order for you to put one foot in front of the other and yeah. shimmy on out. Okay. I think we were, <laughs> was we two-stepping with the universe? Right. Okay. <laughs> All right. One, two-step. All, All right. right. <laughs> well, are, are there areas in your life where, like, you feel like you're more faithful or— Less. Hmm. I feel like I'm blessed with love, and I have my family wear a mess, but I love (laughs) y'all. I'm just blessed with family, and just we come together when it's time to come together. I feel like I'm very blessed, especially for the holidays that are coming up and have just passed. Um, Everybody doesn't have that, so I think about that, and it kind of makes me like this is a blessing to be able to get together with your family and your friends and celebrate and cook and eat and children running around and have, you know, Christmas. I don't know if you guys believe, but have gifts under the tree, and, you know, kids look forward to those things. So, well, some kids, um, but— yeah, I feel like that's a blessing. I'm blessed to have a, a family. But are there, like, any areas where you like, less faithful? Where maybe your faith is a little rocky, like, you don't trust— mm. You be like, I trust you, God, but can I get a receipt? <laughs> can I get that carbon copy? Because I, I trust you. I have put it in my mm. books, but I just need a little bit more. I need to see a little bit more. You know, even though my faith has grown in as far as, like, thinking of my life— professionally and financially, you know, that's still kind of, as an entrepreneur, you have your good days and your bad days. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm racking it up. And then you're, the days that your phone is not ringing. And mm. it's like, oh, well, Lord, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Mm. And then you kind of have to, you know what, kick it back up. And I know this is this is right for me. It, right. it will be what it needs to be. Mm. So, yeah, I'll waver on that sometimes. I think that's I natural. Like, that's real. Like, like I said, I think, like, you know your spirituality and your and your faithfulness can be fluid. Mm-hmm. For me, um, my my career, I'm most faithful. Mm. Like I've just, I don't know what it is that God has always put in my heart, but I've always like known like what I'm passionate about and pretty connected with my strengths. So like that's not something that I I, 
I pray for direction on that, but I'm not praying for that extra security of, you know, like, please show me that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, I've always, you know, whatever job, like, I always connected with what I'm supposed to, what I feel I'm supposed to be receiving at the very least. Mm -hmm. And I've always felt very empowered Mm -hmm. in my career in that way. And I think that's probably that empowerment, I think, is why I feel probably more faithful to, okay, God, if I'm supposed to go get up and do this, like, I'm supposed to get up and do this and, you know, make that clear. But um, for, I think I'm I'm most wavering in my faith uh, or I could, uh, you know, strengthen my faith in the area of my love life. I mm-hmm. think that's something that uh, I think there are a lot of insecurities there for mm-hmm. me uh, as well as just like I um, am learning who I am in a loving space and mm-hmm. kind of um, in a more soft space. And so I think that that's something that is exposing and that, you know, I think I depend also on my faith a little bit more to get me there, but I know that it's not the strongest that it can be. So that's one of my goals for 2018 is to really exercise my faith in my love life and really mm. not, you know, release the controls over the things that I need to to rid of and gain what I need to gain. Mm. That's real. That's real. Well, I can say, you know, 2017 is the year where I've been the most uncomfortable. Me but too. through that uncomfortableness, it's like great things are yeah. have happened and are continuing to happen. Yeah. I think the clarity of the clarity of the godliness stemming from you know the ghettoness of part of me trying to figure it out and put the pieces that I have together maybe without all the pieces yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that 2017 really just laid me out and was like, okay, you ready to go to work? Right. And sometimes <laughs> I was like, oh, we can do a little nip tuck over here, but how about we keep that a little extra right there? Right. We might need that. And really realizing, like, it's not extra that's ever going to benefit me. Mm-hmm. So just cut it and let just it go. Cut it and let it go. Yeah. But I think, you know, I one of the things that I think I'm most grateful for for God, you know, lending is this, is, is ghetto and godly and three yes. queens. Like, I think— that experience allowed me to see a lot and hear a lot. To go back and listen to yourself oh and be like, girl, <laughs> you just said that. Right. Or like, is that really how you feel? Or like, oh, wow, you needed to say that out loud. Mm-hmm. Okay, that is how you feel. That mm-hmm. is how you feel. So I think, you know, this is something that has God has made very clear I'm supposed to be connected yes. to. Mm-hmm. Even when, you know, I was running from it. Even when I, I didn't was being hesitant. This is something that God continued to be like, no, but you're going to keep this over here. You might have to do it differently. might not be what you thought it was going to be. But even now, you know, with with ghetto and godly, just finding, I feel like I found us. Yes. Like as individually, I feel like this relate, like I feel like this connects and it, and it really shares. And I'm, I'm excited to see, you know, it unfold and kind of mold and, and, and do what it does. And, and God be like, okay, y'all, we're going to need to go left, go right. Okay. You turn, go ahead and turn around in that thing. But, (laughs) Um, yeah, I think, you know, faith and, you know, I feel like we've been two-stepping with the universe and, you know, mm-hmm. feet tied. I'm hurting, mm-hmm. but I had a good time. Mm-hmm. I had a good time. A couple of times my toes got stepped on, but, you know, I'm still working <laughs> it, still working and doing what I can. Stepped in the name of love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there go that auntie laugh. That auntie laugh. Well, uh, one thing that we are going to introduce that's going to be uh, a bit different is that uh, ghetto and godly, we pray with Ray Ray. And so Ray Ray and them. And so Ray Ray um, is just really kind of a space for us to be intentional about kind of leaving the episode and, um, you know, dealing with that week. 
Um, so mm-hmm. we, you know, we're gonna be coming out in a week. We want to leave you something to reflect on, to journal on. Uh, sometimes it'll be specific. Sometimes it's gonna be, you know, pretty broad. But Ray Ray is um, reflection, appreciation, elevation. Resilience, accountability, and empower, empowerment. Excuse me. Uh, so we pray with Ray Ray, and so when we when we think about prayer or meditation or your conversations with God, I think um, you know this one. We want to do reflection. I think now is a great time of year, um, not only at the end of the year but throughout the year. Y'all yes. know, Solity like to be on her quarterly schedule with. We things. still got homework. <laughs> we still got homework. <laughs> um, but I think you know, just to journal and reflect, it can be on whatever it is. Just think about the word reflection. What does that mean to you? Because mm. um, I think some of us experience reflection different or sometimes we we use in a method that may not be best for us so ask your friends like how you reflect you reflect Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. do that yeah what you see when you come back when it come back to you you like it right no what you doing about it it's always a good thing to reflect back on you know your year and your shortcomings and what you've done wrong and what you've done great and what you can do better at Mm -hmm. and um yeah i do that i don't have new year's resolutions she's about to be on a quarterly schedule (laughs) y'all Time to reflect, okay? <laughs> I'm going to send you calendar invites. We can reflect together. But um, I don't do New Year's resolutions, but I always like to to say I want to be better than I was the year before. Yeah. In whatever ways that means. So, so we're going to play with Ray Ray. The first, our reflection. Reflect on Re- reflection. Reflection. Mm-hmm. All right. Or pray on it. Meditate on it. Do some yoga on it. Listen to some trap music on it. Whatever gets you to where you're going. Trap, trap. trap. <laughs> well, you know, I think when we, uh, this is a journey we don't know what's ahead, but we are thankful that, um, you know, if we're, whether you've been with us uh, from Three Queens and Things or if you're new and we're, we're learning together and experiencing together, um, we, we're very excited for what we have to unveil. And, you know, mm. Ghetto and Godly's here. Ghetto and Godly. <laughs> mm. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you, guys.